Hey guys, this is David Fung, and you're listening to The Black Line. Hey guys, what is up, and welcome to episode 31. Um, clearly the podcast is not dead if you're listening to this episode. Um, I have talked to a couple of friends, I worked around, and I kind of figured out where the podcast is going now. So to answer the question from last episode of the three options, which we're going to be going, we're actually been doing um, the first option, which I think was the option I was least inclined to do originally, which is keep this podcast going the way it is. Um, the way it's kind of going to work out is it's just going to be the way it's going. Um, I'm going to have some episodes coming out um, with myself. Hopefully, we're going to be changing up when we're going to have guests. Um, hopefully, it's going to be a little bit more than just every five episodes. I'm looking at having a guest every two to three episodes. Um, that's going to change. Um, I'm also thinking about changing um, the little bit of when these episodes are going to come out. Um, these episodes hopefully should be coming out sometime around uh, Saturday night, Sunday Hopefully, I'll have a release date. Um, I'm trying to decide when it's going to be. It might be Saturday afternoon. Don't quote me on that one. Um, it might be Sunday afternoon. One of these times. I just need to figure out a good time to release it so I can get episodes recorded during the week and then also release them because I run on a weird schedule and other people tend to be working on a much busier schedule than I do, so it just depends on that. Um, other than that... That's kind of all I had to say about that, and I'm really excited about this topic. Um, but before I get into that, I wanted to um, talk about something that is really important about podcasting. Is that when you listen to my podcast, um, it changes a lot because you get to know a lot about me, right? Obviously, I'm sharing about me. I'm sharing about things that I'm passionate about. Um, and that's why I wasn't super inclined to stick with option one because it was just all about me and you didn't get to hear about other people and I didn't get to learn about other people because that's kind of what this podcast is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be showing how my life as a Christian um, moves and how other people's life as Christians move. And I want to develop community. And so if you're listening to this podcast and I know you in real life, um, obviously there are some people that I don't know in real life. There are some listeners in Great Britain. There's some Texas listeners. There's some um, listeners out in Australia. These people I'm obviously never going to really ever meet. I could meet you. Um, if you want to send me your address, I guess I could fly out and meet you. That'd be kind of fun, I guess. But um, I don't really, I don't really have a chance of meeting you. The chances of me meeting you are very unlikely, but there's a chance. But I still want to get to know you, but it's just really hard. Um, but for those that I get to get to know in real life, the people that are listening to this, the people that are going to college with or my family members or whatever, my friends, I get to know you. You are part of my life. And I would love to get to know you more, not just you getting to know me. I want to get to know you. And so if you're listening to this podcast episode, please, please either comment on this podcast episode in real life or on the actual thing so I can hear your opinions and I can hear what you think. Um, discuss this podcast. What do you disagree? What do you like about it? What do you not just like my podcast itself, but like the content? Because obviously I'm not perfect. I could get things wrong or you might have differing opinions of me or you might be like, oh, I know someone that's super passionate about that too. You should talk to this person. Like develop a relationship through this podcast. That's the goal of this podcast. I don't want this podcast just to be something you listen to. So that's what I wanted to address. Um, it's a big thing about podcasting that I never really liked about podcasting is that there's no connectional aspect. There's just me. 
you. It's a one-way relationship, and I want a two-way relationship if possible. That's honestly why I love Twitch streaming more. If you didn't know, I did Twitch streaming. It's because I get to connect with people. They got to comment in the chat. They got to do stuff. As I was doing it, I was just like, wow, it's a 30-second delay, but hey, at least I get to talk to someone, and I get to work with someone. And so, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> but um, to go into the episode, the episode is called Cameron, and so you guys are probably like, whoa, who's Cameron? Um... Should we know who Cameron is? Is Cameron your friend? Is Cameron your brother? Uh, if you guys don't know who my brother is, his name is Toby. It's not Cameron. Um, or my dad. My dad is not named Cameron either. I don't know if I'm allowed to say my dad's name. I don't know if he wants me to tell you his name. So I won't say his name. But it's not Cameron. So you can check that name off the list. But no, Cameron is actually a project I'm working on. Um, yeah, I know you're like, what? You have time to do another project? Yeah, I do have time to do another project. It's a love story. <laughs> okay, I know some of you are probably like, what? A love story? That's crazy. Uh, you love... Okay, just kidding. I actually don't know if you guys know if I'm a... You know if I'm a romantic. Maybe. Well, I'm a total romantic. Now you do know. That's what this part... This what this episode's about. Is me telling you that I'm a romantic. And so that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. <laughs> just kidding just kidding yeah. <laughs> i don't know why i found that so funny but that was hilarious to me but no um the episode's called cameron because i'm working on a book called cameron it actually is not gonna be titled cameron it might be titled cameron i have no clue yet titles are i believe should be created at the end when you're finished with the story but I'm working on a character named Cameron, and he's about this romantic little kid that's such a dweeb, and he falls in love with this girl, and it's all about him trying to win this girl and go on a date with her, and it's just this really cute story, and it really just makes me happy, but the funniest thing about this, this project is that I didn't know about this project until a while ago, like, I was going through my Google Drive about a week ago, like, my, like, as you do on, like, when you're bored at, like, 2 a.m. in the morning, you decide to go through your Google Drive. And I found it. I found this book called Cameron. And I was just like, what? What's Cameron? I'm like, oh, wait, Cameron. I think that sounds familiar. I think it was like a project I was working on a while ago. And then I opened it up. I read the plot of my story. And oh my gosh, it's so adorable. I don't want to give it away. But like, yeah, like I said, it's this guy who falls in love. His name is Cameron. And his this girl, he absolutely loves his best friend and the entire one of his best friends is finally able to date and she gets her she's able to get a phone she's able to get all this stuff and now she's finally able to date and he's trying to win her over and it's this whole entire book about him trying to win this his love of his life her name is brooklyn um and trying to win her it's just adorable it warmed my little heart and so um the point of me making this episode is not to just brag oh i'm writing a book um it's to tell you about um, who I am as a romantic and this idea that romance is such a weird idea now I'm eating a cookie by the way so <laughs> I am choking I don't know why I'm eating a cookie while making a podcast episode it's a really bad idea that's a crumbly cookie and so it's like getting all over my pants so I would not be surprised if I develop ants inside my room I don't know if you can hear me very well but I'm like talking on top of my microphone because I'm standing up now but we might have ants in my room now because I'm eating a crumbly cookie. Don't tell Mark. He was listening to the podcast episodes anyhow, so he doesn't even know that I have crumble cookies. <laughs> Sorry, totally distracted. This is what happens when I make an episode when it's Saturday afternoon and I'm actually really, really awake. Not really. <laughs> um, this episode's all over the place today. Um, but yeah, it's this idea that romantic love is a good representation of an aspect of God's love. And when I sit at night 
and I think about what I'm going to write in this book, and I think about my own romances, and I think about all this stuff, I think about what a genuine romance looks like, and what a genuine love looks like, and what is genuinely liking someone look like. And um, we recently read this book called Symposium. If you don't know what it is, it's this book written by by Plato. If you don't know who Plato is, he's a really old philosopher back in Greek times, and he was writing the notes of Socrates, who is like the father of philosophy. You could say he's like the original philosopher. And so he's thinking about these deep questions. Like you're always like, oh, what is the? I don't know. Well, he answered. He was trying to answer the question of what is love in a comedic way. He tried to answer it in a comedic way, in a serious way too. But he was trying to answer what is love, and that has kind of just been resonating throughout the whole entire week, my whole entire life, um, last couple of days, mainly because, well, I was trying to figure out what is love for my Tory session. And then I also was trying to figure out what is love in a romantic setting. And also, what does love look like in my life? And it's been really, really interesting because romantic love is such a unique aspect. As the Greeks would say, there's four aspects of love. And this is just one aspect of love. And it's such a... It's such a powerful aspect of love, especially as a teenager, <laughs> especially as someone who has always been exposed to it in my whole entire life. I've always, it's always been a part of me. I've always liked someone you could say. I've been on, I've had multiple girlfriends you could say. I've done dating. I dated people in high school. I want to date people now. And it's just this aspect of who I was and who I am. And how do I make that godly? That is the biggest question. How do I take something that is a part of me and make it godly? And what is loving godly? What is loving romantically look like outside of marriage? Like I'm not married yet. I'm not even dating anyone right now. How do I do this? How do I take this romantic love aspect and make it godly? And well, at night, um, when I, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to expose myself, but at night when I think about like thoughts of going on dates or um, getting married and stuff like that. What I always am always looking at, like, how do I, yeah, I'm always asking the question, how do I make this godly? And I'm trying to answer that now. Um, I haven't, I had an answer and I wrote down the answer, but I, the answer itself is not what I wanted to say. It's, um, teaches me how much God loves me, how much God pursues me. And this idea that when I pursue romance i pursued a i pursue a girl i'm just gonna say it it's really awkward to say but i when i pursue a girl and i want to make her happy and i want to take her out on dates and i want to surprise her with certain things and i i want to be there for her and i want to grow deeper with her that is what god wants to do with me all the time all the freaking time and it's so much more deeper and rich than anything I can imagine. Like, I feel so deeply rich. I get, uh, when I first fall in love with a girl, I get so overwhelmed with feelings and thoughts and dreams and hopes and desires and all this stuff. And it just consumes me. But to think that God, it doesn't consume me all the time, like, but to think that it consumes God all the time, that God constantly and always for all eternity has been thinking about me is just mind boggling. Like, I love the phrase mind boggling because it just represents how profound of an idea it is that it shakes your brain. And that is the love that God has for me. And I only experience a small aspect of it, and it 
keeps me awake for hours and hours on end as I stare upon the ceiling and can only think about what is to be. And God thinks about that and he gets angry when I stumble when I go out and do stuff. I get angry when she talks to another guy. I can't even imagine what God thinks when I go out and play video games or go out and go and break his commandments and go and proclaim to the world that sin is better than he is. Like, can you imagine, can you imagine as a Christian how mind boggling and the amount of emotions God feels to know that I just ruined an eternity with him because I decided to step out of line. That is just the grace he must have and the love he must have for me is so profound. And not only that, but he forgives me. That he forgave me because of Jesus. It's just on top of that, it's crazy. And we forgive people because we have been forgiven. But when we forgive someone romantically, we're like, because we love that person, we know this person is worth keeping because they're worth fighting for. And to think that God decided I was worth fighting for, that he was willing to do all this stuff is just, that is true love, the sacrificial love. And that is, that is the reason romance is so more powerful and more awesome than just liking a girl or going, wanting to go on a date with a girl or getting married to a girl. Or for you girls, it's guys. I'm sorry. I'm totally talking from my perspective right now. But to think that God is pursuing me all the time, every second, every moment, is just mind-boggling. It's unhingy. It's it's legitimately it scares me because I think I'm pursuing. I I think I'm feeling the greatest emotion. I think I'm feeling the greatest happiness or the greatest stuff. But God is experiencing that, and it's so much deeper and richer for God. It makes me so much more angry and frustrated myself that when I sin, because he loves me so deeply and because I know how he feels to the smallest degree, but I know how he feels somewhat because I have a romantic side, because I love a girl. I don't love a girl right now. Let me clarify. But <laughs> because of that, it's just, wow, it makes marriage so much more deeper and rich. Think about it, that you chose someone to marry. You chose someone to pursue for all your life. And that is God, except God is infinitely better. He's eternally better. He is ultimately better. And just that component of it makes romance so much deeper. And when I write Cameron, it's just like, wow. In this story, I am God. I am not God over everything else, but I'm God in this story. I get to decide what happens in this story. And to connect the idea that I am like Cameron to God and that God's love should be implanted into the story because he's, his love is implanted everywhere in my life, is that is what truly is a beautiful aspect of Cameron. And that's why I love writing Cameron because it's such a cute story and it makes me so happy and joyful inside, but because that's God. God looks at my life and says, wow. What a great story. What a great thing I've created. What a great man. And it's just, boom, mind-boggled, destroyed, absolutely obliterated. I love it. Um, <sighs> That was a hard episode. This was a hard episode to make, by the way, um, mainly because it's, it's, it's hard to talk about things you are close to, like 
love is something close to me and it's just hard to talk about it. Um, today's devotional, um, I've currently been doing a ministry is devotional project. Um, so hopefully that episode will be coming out next week. Ooh, spoiler teaser. Um, <laughs> um, because um, I have to do it for a project. I was like, oh, I might as well make it a podcast episode. Hopefully if she says yes to it, we'll see. If not, I'll just do it anyhow because why the frick not? <laughs> um, and so I shouldn't say why the freak not. I'm sorry. Um, don't use my language. Freak is a bad word. It is a substitute for the F word and never say the F word. Actually, do say the F word sometimes. I don't know. I, I, I don't know where I stand on that, but she's going to control your language and I apologize. It's something I'm working through. Um, but the um, verses I picked for my ministry is, um, I picked two of them actually. I picked um, James 2, 15 through 16, Deuteronomy 10, 18 through 20. Um, those two verses are the verses I'm using for my project. I'll be going for one of them now and one of them next week. Uh, if not both of them next week, because be in the podcast episode because it's part of my project but we'll see so um today i'm just want to talk through deuteronomy's uh 10 18 through 20 it is he defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the alien giving him food and clothing he must also love the foreigner since you were foreigners in the land of egypt fear the lord your god you shall serve him and hold fast to him and make oaths unto him i think in his name i think that's the rest of it um, but that's Deuteronomy 18 through 20. And the reason I picked this verse is because the project is something that you're, um, the project is find something you absolutely love. Your ministry is what your devotional is and what, what draws you to ministry and what draws me to ministry. Um, I'll go to this way more, but it's the love of people that have never been loved or find hard to love that don't have physical possessions to even experience love. And that's what breaks my heart. Um, and so I'll go into more of that, but I just want to introduce that first verse to you guys and just get um, you guys thinking about uh, how could you love someone that doesn't have love? How can you give something that they don't have? Do you have too many possessions? Do you have too much money? Do you have the time and the effort to be able to go out and do stuff? And I'm not the greatest person to talk to. If you are my friends, you know that I tend to be a pretty big uh, meanie pants. Um, when it comes to stuff like this, I'll complain and whine about small little things. And I do that because... It makes my heart ache and I hate feeling stuff. I like being numb and it's something I'm working through as a person. And um, it's, sometimes it's good to be numb, sometimes it's not. And I being numb all the time is not good. And so that's something I'm working through as a person. This episode is way longer than I expected it to be. It was supposed to be a 13 minute episode, but I totally hijacked it. It totally changed it. Um, but I love you guys. Um, God loves you and God wants to pursue a relationship with you. And he infinitely loves you so much more than you could ever profoundly know. More than you love your mom. Wow. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, please, 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 if you know me, tell me, comment. What do you think about this episode? What do you think? Do you disagree? Do you, what do you not like? What do you like about it? Please, this should be not the end of a relationship or the end of a conversation, but the start of a conversation and the start of a relationship. That is something I want to do. Um, again, thank you. But that's all I have for you guys today. So I'll peace out and I'll catch you all next time.